Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Trey Scott. Today, we are counting down 24-7 Sports' preseason top 25 rankings with the help of national basketball writer Kevin Flaherty. Before we get started, we'd love for you guys to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. Let's go. Coming in at number six in 24-7 Sports' preseason college basketball countdown, the Duke Blue Devils. Kevin, I have been waiting for this one because I have so many questions. I'm going to answer the first one. No, Zion Williamson cannot be replaced, nor could he be cloned. My second question for you, can Duke finally shoot the ball? No, no. I, I think that that's maybe the biggest weakness that jumps out when you look at this year's team. You know, you look at if the most talented players were, were to play for Duke, you would have a backcourt of Trey Jones along with freshman Cassius Stanley and Wendell Moore. And Trey Jones made 26.2% of his threes last year for Duke, and that would make him the most proven shooter out of those three. And I don't just mean because the other two haven't shot at the college level. I mean both of the other two shot worse in EYBL play, in grassroots play, than Trey Jones shot for Duke last year. Cassius Stanley made 25.6% of his threes in EYBL. Wendell Moore made 24.3%. The one guy who I feel comfortable in saying this guy will be an above-average shooter from the outside that's going to likely be in that starting lineup is Matthew Hurt. And he was somebody that shot better than 40% from three in each of his last few college seasons. He he is a skilled stretch for it in you know, every single way that you would want to be one. But if you're looking at, at that starting lineup potentially and having one guy who's, you know, that you feel comfortable is saying can make better than 30% of their three point shots, you know, that that's pretty different from what Duke has had in the past, I know last year they struggled to shoot a little bit, but you look prior to that, and it feels like a lot of those Duke teams were kind of built around lineups where just about everybody could shoot, and now all of a sudden you're in a spot where Mike Krzyzewski is going to have to make some decisions in terms of do I go ahead and go with some of my more talented guys or do I wind up promoting a bench guy or two just because you have to get some shooting into that lineup at, at all costs. Their shooting issues last year are so weird looking back on it. R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Zion even started shooting the ball better. Anyway, Trey Jones, and don't worry, everyone, we're going we're gonna to start talking about their number three recruiting class in a minute. Trey <laughs> Jones, we all watched the NCAA tournament. He had no confidence. People were playing off of him, couldn't shoot it at all, didn't want to shoot it at all. But it is big that he came back, right? It's huge, and, and I think – People sometimes get shooting and scoring mixed up, and I think Trey Jones can score better than what he was doing at the end of last year. I don't necessarily know that he's going to come out this year and everybody's going to say, my gosh, look at how much he's improved as a shooter. Although, I mean, he is certainly a a hardworking kid, but I, I think the thing that he can do better is score. You know, he's got sort of this army of runners he has this ability to score more than he did last year, but I feel like he put it on the back burner and for good reason, because if you're Trey Jones and you're sitting there, you know, pounding the ball into the deck and you're looking around and saying, what do I feel better about, you know, giving myself this runner or getting the ball to RJ or, or Zion or, or Cam Reddish, 
you know, the, the answer was probably the latter part of that. But when you look at the way that he's able to defend it and be the tip of the spear of what Duke wants and really light up opposing ball handlers, uh, I think that he's elite in that regard. I think you're going to see him distribute even more than he did a year ago because the ball is going to be in his hands more. And I think that you're going to see him score a little more. And so it's not just his experience. I think that Trey Jones does have more to give. And I think that there's a, a very real chance that we could look back at the end of the year. And if Duke winds up meeting, you know, either the ranking here or, or where Duke wound up in, in the polls, you know, being that number four spot, I think we would, we'll, we'll wind up circling Trey Jones's name as a big reason why. All right. So let's say they can't shoot. Do they play around Vernon Carey, who was the number six player in the 24-7 sports composite, big six foot ten center, son of a former NFL offensive lineman? So I'm going to be lazy here and say, huh, we got a big, big guy playing center for Duke, freshman, looks like Ja Okafor. Do we, do, do we expect them to play through Vernon Carey at all? I do think they're going to play a lot through Vernon Carey. The thing that that makes this kind of a, a fun front court duo, if you will, and, and obviously Javin Delorier has a lot of experience and he's going to factor in as well, but Vernon Carey and Matthew Hurt can both shoot, and I don't think Carey can shoot from the outside necessarily, you know, super consistently, but he's somebody that feels comfortable stepping away and, and shooting and making a 17 or 18 footer. And so, the two of them are, are a little bit interchangeable as far as that goes, even with, you know, Carey's just humongous size. You know, not a lot of people are used to seeing a, a body like that or defending a body like that. But Carey is a very skilled player. I think, you know, he's not the best defensively necessarily. He also doesn't have Okafor's length. Uh, Okafor had just freakishly long arms. And, and, and huge so, hands, too. He did. He did. And so even when he was going up against, you know, sort of hyper-athletic post guys, if he got into their chest, he had the length to still get his still get his shot off over the top. And that's something I'm I'm interested to watch with Carey a little bit because I, I think that Duke would rather him play inside and sort of work around him that way. Uh, that's something that, that Coach K has has said this year that they want him to go ahead and lean a little bit more on his post game than maybe he has in the past. But defensively, if you're going to roll out carry and hurt or carry and Delorier or some group of that, you may wind up seeing something similar to what we saw a couple of years ago where Duke by virtue of having a couple big men wound up having to play a lot of zone with Marvin Bagley and Wendell Carter out there. And so you could see, this year's team either deciding, hey, are we are we going to go with Carey in the middle and, and somebody bigger next to him goes zone, or, or how are we going to figure this equation out? It's going to be interesting what they do. Uh, on the wings, you have Cassius Stanley, the number 37 recruit in the country, and Wendell Moore, the number tw- 29 recruit, which is really good, but it's also not quite Duke's standard as far as what you're looking at here. I don't even know if we're looking at one and dunners, but I, I, I don't think we're looking at a team of, of, of the freshmen here which was not the number three class in the country, which is not their customary number one. I don't, I don't think this is last year's team where you just kind of factor all these guys as, as potential stars. I, th- I think it could take a little bit more time. So if it does, you mentioned Delorier. As far as the other bench players, Kevin, last year was sort of a, a weird motley crew of guys, Alex O'Connell, Jack White, Jordan Goldwire, and then you had Joey Baker, of course, who played a few minutes and burning his red shirt. You also have David Robinson's son, Justin, on the team. 
which of these bench players do you think is most important for Duke to make a big run? I think it's probably Alex O'Connell, just because they need that shooting on the wing, and he's somebody that that can supply it. I think O'Connell is somebody that can play at this level. I, I think that the main thing that appears lacking when he's on the court is his confidence. He's somebody that could go out there, and I'm not saying that he's you know he's as good as like a Luke Kennard or anything like that, but he needs to have more of a Kennard like eye for his shot. Because it is a good shot when when Alex O'Connell gets gets an open three pointer or when he gets gets a shot, that's why he's on the court. And so I think that he him gaining confidence and him shooting at the level he's capable of shooting at is going to be huge. Uh, Jack White was so fascinating last year. What a weird because, year! <laughs> just because he was you know this terrific out of body experience to start the year where everybody said, man, I had no idea this guy was this good. And, you know, he rebounded incredibly well. He defended, he shot well from the outside. And then all of a sudden he went on like an 0 for 80 streak from three and, you know, seemed to lose a lot of his confidence and wasn't really the same player. And if he can get back to where he was at the start of last year, then I, I think that he has a, a part to play on, on this year's roster. I th- still think O'Connell is the more important piece. The thing that's going to be fun, I think, to, to watch in this one, Trey, is Cassius Stanley is is possibly going to be coming for Zion Williamson's dunk crown. Uh, oh, in, really? In terms of being an in-game dunker. He is an absolutely ridiculous athlete. He actually broke Zion Williamson's vertical record at Duke. Uh, that came out here what a couple weeks ago when they tested him. So, so yeah, if he uh, if he can get loose in the front court, you know, with what Zion Williamson was, was possibly able to do, but maybe not advised to do in terms of breaking out three sixties in game and and things like that, it would not surprise me at all if Stanley got a little bit of one upmanship in there and and tried to see if he could throw down something that if it didn't quite work out might earn him a uh, might earn him a spot next to coach K. Yeah, we're going to miss Zion in basketball. I'm not going to cry for coach K, but I'm going to miss Zion. Uh but but you know, he's going to coach K is going to make his money this year because this is a an interesting roster. The, the lack of shooting is kind of scary and so it makes sense to me that you would have them at number 6 when the rest of the country would have him at number four. And I know that's only two spots, but it's kind of a big deal as far as college basketball goes. Kevin, thank you. Um, I think it's safe to say we will all be watching the Duke Blue Devils this season. Next time, as we continue 24-7 Sports' countdown at the top 25, we're finally among the top five. 